That is an excerpt from Sam Cooke's A Change Gone Come. I am Stacy, And I am Adiwa. Welcome to our podcast, A City at Our Table, Present and Black. A podcast to empower, motivate, educate, and entertain our kinfolk as we discuss everything from our current events, adulting, politics, and our careers, and everything in between from our unique Black female perspective. Alrighty, so this week we're going to do a deep breathing exercise because obviously I need it. So um, if you are able, go ahead and take a moment and close your eyes. We're gonna take a deep inhale in through our nose. I'm gonna hold on to it and exhale out of our mouths. Another deep inhale in through your nose. Hold it in our bellies and exhale out through our mouths. Another deep inhale in through your nose. You should feel your shoulders broaden, your chest move forward. We're gonna hold that breath and then exhale out through our mouths. And with that exhale, your shoulders should be relaxed and you should be able to roll your neck around. We're going to tell ourselves that we are worthy. All right. I say, I say. All right. So, Stace, what is your ism for this week? My ism is um, before I put my food away, so after eating dinner and packing the food up, right before I put it in the refrigerator, I got to take just one. One more spoon. It could be cold. It doesn't matter. Just got to take another spoon before I put it away. Why? I don't know. It just seems like the right thing to do. <laughs> I don't know. So like when you're packing up, so like say if you cook something and there's leftovers, so before you put the left the leftovers in the fridge, you have to take one more spoonful, like every mm-hmm. single time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I have to tell myself you don't need any more stock but and then I, I have to literally tell myself that because otherwise I'm just like let me open this and get another spoon real quick before I put it in the fridge it's just I don't know interesting huh. what about you my ism for this week is and I guess I guess you can call it an ism um it literally grinds my gears when people use improper English to communicate and let me just say this I'm not an English major right so I know that sometimes I say things incorrectly and that's not what I'm talking about but I'm saying like back in my single days shit like even now like guys will you know try to message me on um, like social media and they'll use numbers instead of words Mm -hmm. so they say like number four instead of four right 
or they'll say like, oh, when are you coming over? See you in. See you in. Like when you, when you, can I come see you? Oh, got you. I'm like, what's that mean? Right. Or like, um, I have a family member who says liked it instead of I used to like, I liked Mm -mm. they'll say liked it or worser. (sighs) Just (laughs) it gets right up underneath my, like you can just take a knife and dig it out my skin. Like I can't. Oh, it's so it's so frustrating. I cannot stand it. So, and I I know a lot of other women t- who are like that too. Like my sister and I joke about it a lot because she's you know she's dating, and guys will message her on like dating apps, and they'll <laughs> like the grammar alone will make you not want to go on a date but, with a guy. What is it? Swipe left or right? What are they? Yes. Doing? It's just because like, you message me and your grammar is off. We ain't got shit else to talk about. Because I'm just like, what is the purpose of the conversation if you can't even articulate yourself appropriately? Absolutely. And it doesn't have to be perfect because you know we're all from different you know geographical places. Like I say y'all because I'm from Texas and y'all is a Texas slang. And if I went to New York, people were like, what what is y'all? But you know, and I'm not saying that, like I said, it has to be perfect, but there's liked it is not a word. Worser yeah. is not a, a word. Betterer, not a word. It's not a squawberry. It's a strawberry. It's not a street. It's a street. You know, just all facts. Words mean things. And I really, yeah. <laughs> I just really... got to train my cousins to say like stra, the S-T-R sound, because they would yes. do the S-K-R. Mm-hmm. I remember as a kid, I would like their little teacher. I was like, say stra, stra, now say string. They could do the stra, but then they would be like, scring. You know what? Forget it. Forget it. You're hopeless. I know. And I know I'm going to offend somebody and they're going to be like, who does she think she is? And I like, I got family from Florida. I get it. But, you know, we got to do better, y'all. We got to like make a, a, a earnest effort to try to enunciate our words and speak proper English. Yes, I know that Ebonics is technically, you know, its own language and people, you know, they get away with that. But there's a time and place for Ebonics and there's a time and a place for proper articulation of the English language. Yeah, That's that all I'm saying. I know even my husband is as educated as he is or as intelligent as as I think he is he'll still be like you know you you don't have to say everything perfect Ebonics is a real language you just don't speak it because you don't speak street no I didn't go to school for 12 years to speak street (laughs) (laughs) but I digress that like it 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 irks me my sister when whenever she gets messages from guys She'll just send me the message and I'll be like, oh, <laughs> like, oh my God. Dem, D-E-M, when you say them, like, oh my God, it's two more letters. Mm, yeah, I mean, and there's no D in them, so. But that's I know, how they like, write it. Caribbeans, from my personal experience, they replace the with the letter D. Okay. I that sometimes when I'm reading the text, I'm like, what do you, what do you say? Oh, they mean the, got it. Sure. I can see that. But see, but that's a cultural thing, right? They, no, English is is the language. Oh, 
I try. D is a letter. <laughs> <laughs> well, but see, it's so okay. And then with Spanish, right? When I was learning Spanish and I had my friends in uh, college who I would text, you know, back then when texting was like fresh and new, um, we would text in Spanish. And you know, when you are laughing, you say ha 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 with the H. Right. But in Spanish, you say with the J. Right. And I would be like, um, did you press the wrong letter? Mm-hmm. But it's, they use the pronunciation. Yep. Not the the vis- the English so. visibility visibility. So sometimes it's a cultural difference, but mm-hmm. um, I can't I can't get with the, with the D E M and the the number four or the number two or just the letter U for the word U. No, spell it out. Yeah, I'm not. I use U often. The letter. Do you just the I letter? do? And U R is your like, but. With, with someone you're familiar with, right? With someone you know. Oh, absolutely. I don't right. know you. I'm not doing that. That's... Right. Not with strangers. Like if you're going on a first date, you're not coming in there being all. Hey, show me who you are <laughs> in whatever context. That's it. Because later you'll be like, who was who this? Why wasn't this on display the first time I met you? Very true. Well, yeah. if you put yourself on display, then I know who not to date. Because I know when I was dating my husband, that was the only reason why I even engaged in his message when he messaged me. And I was like, okay, the brother can spell. Look at him mm-hmm. spelling out all the words. <laughs> Come on through. Because <laughs> all the other guys were hitting me with the with the ebonics and the shortness. And I was like, I aspire to be a doctor one day. How I'm going to be like Dr. Northern at the time. And then my husband who can't speak English. Come on now. What do I look like? And not speak English like that's not his first language. But I'm saying, yeah, I didn't want to. That's why you keep him in the background. (laughs) Like, no, you cannot come to this function or gathering. It's only for me. There's nobody else invited. (laughs) Are you married? Absolutely. We never met your husband and you never will. (laughs) Because he's on vacation all the time. All the travel. (laughs) That's why. He's always ignorant bastard. (laughs) (laughs) But he's good to me. Right. <laughs> you got to defend, you know, something is wrong. <laughs> okay. I'm done. You're so silly. Like he may be ignorant, but he's good to me. Mm. A mess. Okay. On to this week's ramblings. Oh, Stacy. So this week I, I, I thought about if I was going to bring this topic up or not. And I was like, you know, why the fuck not? <laughs> it's current events. It's what we do. What are your feelings regarding the events that took place at the state capitol? Oh, feelings. Okay. Um, <laughs> my feelings about the terrorist attack that took place at the state capitol. Come on, somebody. Are just that. It was a terrorist attack. Um, uncalled for. Absolutely ridiculous plan from the inside right because you know it was an inside job mm-hmm. and you use idiots people with very low iqs to carry it out because you know they're um what's the word expendable mm-hmm. right go to jail whatever i'm still sitting up here in my mansion we good <laughs> you take the fall i thought it was um just another example of fragility white fragility hmm the attack to their white privilege, even though there was some couple uh, chocolate drops in there, but that's, that's, that's something different. Um, revoked. <laughs> say what? 
black card revoked. <laughs> um, right. I was just thinking about that today. I'm like, mm, you, the the barbecue, you're not invited. No. You cannot come ever again. But anyway, I, th- I thought it was that. It was a, a terrorist attack carried out by um, white supremacists. Mm-hmm. And with the, for them, the understanding that we're going to get away with this because, you know, we have this support from inside and we can get away with this. And the fact that they were carrying a Confederate flag in the darn Capitol, mm. that's never, never. Um, it's just like, I don't even think they know what they're fighting for. I, I don't think they understand that whole Confederate flag because that was in opposition to the US flag back in the day. Probably still today. So what what do we, how do you carry both? I don't, I don't know. So that's what I think about. It was a hot mess and it was unfortunate that it took place but are we surprised am i surprised absolutely not right so for those of you who do not know about what took place at the state capitol the um the storming of the state capitol uh it was a u.s capitol was a riot and a violent violent attack against the 117th united states congress on january 6 2021 lord if i could talk this morning um carried out by a mob of supporters of u.s President Donald Trump in an attempt to overturn his defeat in the 2020 presidential election. And according to um, research, it's been over 200 years since the U.S. State Capitol building has been taken. So this was the first time in over two decades, I mean, I'm sorry, two centuries, that this uh, building has been invaded and it was done so by quote unquote American citizens. advised by the current president, which is just, like Stacey said, disgusting and a blatant demonstration of white privilege and white fragility because it, it if had that been our people, you know, oh, I don't know. I remember watching the news and thinking this is a prank. Like, this isn't happening in real life. Like, hell no. Not in, not in the, in the wee hours of 2021, are we sitting here watching the news and seeing this bullshit happening on television? And it was so crazy because in that same week here in Georgia, we voted um, for the Senate and Warnock and Ossoff won, two Mm -hmm. very liberal individuals. And we also, you know, we have our black mayor, and things so you know Georgia's doing big things with uh with liberals and with black people so I'm very very you know proud to be here to witness that that history in the making so we you know saw some really positive change in the political offices in that aspect and then in literally the same week you see these like you said this terrorist attack on television and I was I remember just sitting there and holding my baby and being like this is the world that we're in. This is the world that we're in where the president of the free world is able to incite a riot and encourage terrorist activity and these people still be able to go home to their families. Mm -hmm. They are able to take over a congressional building and like, and people have known about it because like I said, you know, he went on television and said, storm the building like he he gave them like implicit instructions on what to do and so i'm just sitting here like 
dumbfounded because I, I, I just, I can't believe that this is the freaking world that we live in where his actions are, you know, so reckless and nobody's holding him accountable. Like I just, he, his ass needs to be in jail. There was a, um, a girl who was killed as a consequence. I believe she was, you know, part of the terrorist group, but she was killed as, as a consequence. And I'm like, her murder is on his hands. He ain't going, mm, not, mm. he, he, mm. he should have been in jail a long time ago Agreed. before he got in office because he's been evading taxes for how long come on now because wesley snipes sure surely didn't get away with it but mm. i'm just saying why he get away with lauren was lauren hill another one who didn't get away with not paying your taxes don't get me to lying but okay sure why not yeah i don't know stays like that's that's the shit that got me though because i was just like that's ridiculous like it's literally there's, there's nowhere is safe. And, and all of this happened because we let this jackass into office. And I know everybody's like, oh, you know, respect the, respect the presidential role, respect the, the office, but he doesn't respect it. And so it makes it hard to respect the person that's in the role because he's, he's laughable. He's, he is, yes, he does things that are reckless he does things that are careless he does things that are selfish and i can't respect somebody who sits in an office no matter what the office is when they do things that that could potentially harm myself and my loved ones so i don't respect him i don't respect his role and i think that he needs to be gone sooner rather than later and i'd be damned if i see his ass on the ballot in four more years absolutely well, not it ain't happening captain <laughs> you said what he lost. Yeah. <laughs> like he lost. Again. And he's like, oh, well, I, we won and it was a landslide. Can you count? Like all the votes came back and you were the weakest link. Goodbye. No, he don't want to see that. To him, it's like that didn't happen. That's fake news. <laughs> Alternative fact. Damn it. Like it's it's so scary. It's it's just it's so scary. And I remember like that day I had sent my cousin to the store to get something to eat. And they were like, you know, people in Atlanta need to stay home. And we, we live not too far from downtown. And so I'm like, oh my God. Like I sent my cousin and my black male cousin out to get the food. And I'm like, Lord, just let him make it there and back safely. Cause I don't know who's out. I don't know what they got on their mind, what their intentions are. And I just need my cousin to make it back home. And I'm just like, the fact that in 2021, like we still walking around on eggshells, can't be safe, need to, you know, look over our backs and watch out for the intentions of the, the ill intentions of those around us, especially our white counterparts, because you got this jackass in office inciting hatred and violence and unrest. And I'm just, I'm tired. I'm so tired of the bullshit. And it, it broke my heart to see those events that happened on January the 6th. That was, that was just... It was uncalled for. And Those bastards were scaling walls. We're scaling walls. <laughs> yeah, I saw, there was this meme I saw on Facebook and it was like um, Trump's supporters proving to themselves that walls don't work. Mm -hmm. And I was like, because they're trying to build that wall in Mexico and they just climbed that one to get to the state capitol. So obviously <laughs> this shit don't work. <laughs> they Because when I saw them climbing the walls and I'm like, what, what is happening? I... I think even the news reporters' faces when they were reporting the news, they were like, 
we're here at the building. Like they, like they couldn't believe it. They were just like, this shit is happening today. And welcome like, we just got in, huh? I said, welcome to America. And we, right. And we just got into 2021, like 2021 just started. And everybody's like, oh, I hope that 2021 is better than 2020. And we have all these aspirations and all these hopes and all these positive vibes right. for the next year. <laughs> and we already on the bullshit. Six days in. Six morapokandes. <laughs> just right here. Uh, I don't know. We just, the shit ceases to amaze me, man. Ceases to amaze me. So what do you think about the Black community's response to the situation saying that if the rioters were Black, then it would have been handled differently? Can we just stop calling them rioters and call them terrorists? Can we? We could call them terrorists. Um, a terrorist mob of delusional white folks. Mm. But yeah, what do I think about it? It's absolutely facts. We all know that. Um, we saw it in the summer, right? Mm-hmm. On the peaceful... Black Lives Matter protest. Yep. Pastors out here tear gassing people. I mm-hmm. saw a clip, people sitting on the grass, legs crossed, chilling, not bothering nobody. These white cowards come up with tear gas and just start spraying them in the face. Mm-hmm. I see a clip of a black man having, you know, with a baby girl on his shoulders and nothing in his hand. He just, you got the baby. Mm-hmm. And an officer is pointing a gun at him are you again peaceful but I know there's people who like to say um well the BLM protests were violent because you have like a small group of infiltrators that we've seen Mm -hmm. on camera um tearing stuff up carrying it on and that's where the focus goes like let's look at the bigger picture mostly peaceful people not doing all this and Mm -hmm. you're rubber bullets, tear gas, and all this other stuff, pepper spray. And these white folks go up to the Capitol and dang near get the door open for them. I mean, like, come on in, let me roll out this red carpet while we help you steal some things. Some mm. dude walked out, I don't know, he walked out with a statue or something or a Nancy mm. Pelosi podium. Um, absolutely facts. If it were black people doing that, it would have been a completely different response. Lives would have been lost. Mm-hmm. The one, the one officer who passed away, and that's super unfortunate. If it was um, black people, there would have been a lot of dead black bodies, mm-hmm. and they would, the jails would have been overcrowded. Absolutely, they would have they had to take the people to Maryland. People. Look, what you, what you mean? You looking for them with the technology we have today and the facial recognition that they have, that is um, biased against us, but it, you know, it's more useful for white folk. Mm-hmm. Turn it, click that button, turn it on. Find out exactly where they are and go get them. Like, what, what are we talking about? It's, it's ridiculous. Freaking ear takes the heck out of me. Yeah. Um, and and it, 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 it's always going to be a black, white issue in this country. That's just unfortunate because that's what it was built on. Um, and us, us and them situation. So facts are facts. People choose not to see it. That's on them. But you can't change it. A dog can't meow like a cat and then we call it a cat. It's still a dog. The fact is still a fact. Mm. Yeah. I like I, I was surprised at how calm they were as well. Like the one officer that was running up the stairs 
in front of the mob. I'm like, y'all would have started spraying bullets. Mm -hmm. Like, if a black person... (laughs) It just makes me so mad because I'm like, we can't even exist. We can't drive our cars. We -hmm. can't be at home playing video games with our nephews. We can't be at work. We can't fucking exist without getting shot. But these motherfuckers storm government property and get to go home and talk about it <laughs> that's i just i i am baffled i deleted so many quote-unquote friends on social media this week because or like not this week or last week when i'm talking about it because people were like why does it always have to be a black white issue it's not a black white issue it is a fucking black white issue because had they been black the motherfuckers would be dead and that's the fucking issue is that your white people got to go in and do this shit and go home and my brothers and sisters can't even walk to the goddamn store and come back home without having to look at it over their shoulder and worry about if if they're gonna run to some racist ass cop who got a chip on their shoulder today it is a black white issue Everything in America, like you said, is a black white issue because black people do not get treated with the same leniency, the same respect, the same fucking human decency that our white counterparts get. And that is what's so disgusting about America. That's what is so appalling about the quote unquote American dream is that they don't fucking see us. They don't see us unless it benefits them. Exactly. You see the one clip? Um, and, and this even, this, this I think is going to highlight the black-white issue of it. The one clip where um, the, the black female officer was in the middle Sorry, of, yeah. like, a whole, the black mm-hmm. female officer was in the middle of a whole um, mob of people who were assaulting her, essentially. And the white woman, like, reached over and tried to take her phone out of her hand. And she got punched in the face. The black ah! woman punched her straight in her face, nose bleeding and all, because you know she deserved it. I, and I don't advocate violence in this this case. She deserved it. Um, she is like literally a black woman. Imagine a black woman, all of this chaos around you, just a sea of white folks angry at life, um, at all of their shortcomings. <laughs> and this white woman reaches over and assaults, literally assaults the black cop, and she gets punched straight in the face. Um, wow. But then a white man, once the, the 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 black police officer punches this woman in the face, as she should have, this white man attempted to assault her. He t- attempted to hit her, but he missed. Mm. That would not have happened anywhere mm. else. And somehow this these these this terrorist mob like pushed this black officer like back over to where the line of cops were. Not one single cop came to her aid. They were all sitting on a line, just standing there. Not one came to her aid. Um, when they pushed her back to where they were, they kind of just looked at her. And then I think she got hit by one of the terrorists. And then the police officers, I believe, start spraying. But the point is, she was charged with assault. The police officer. That's cr- you. I, I don't want to say you lying, but that's the white woman was charged as well as she should have. She should have been locked. But had that been a white officer? And that happened, people would have been in jail right off. They would have identified everybody and they would have been locked up. Charges would have been pending. No, you assault, you, you, you charge both of them. I don't think so. Wow. And the funny thing is like, the cause woman- you got police officers who 
are on tape killing unarmed black mm-hmm. citizens who are on administrative leave. But you're going to charge this black officer for doing her fucking job? She wasn't doing anything. She was posting. She was on live, I believe, um, Instagram live. And I guess they didn't want that. She literally reached over to grab her phone. You got to see the video because the the instincts (laughs) hit her right in the face. Lady confused, nose bleeding. And the funny thing is the lady's daughter outed her on social media. Like Hmm. she posted a picture like, yeah, that's my mom out here in the streets acting stupid. Um, And (laughs) people were like, that's not your mom. I was like, yeah, that's my mom. She's pretty much saying that, you know, she's an idiot. Um, And I wonder if she's been um, arrested yet. Probably not. Nah. She probably sit at home chilling, taking a bubble bath right about now. <laughs> Damn it. <sighs> you know, I think my nephew asked me when I saw him recently, he asked me um, if I could come back as a white person or a black person, yeah. what would I do? Because he knows wow. my feelings about, you know, the, the injustice that black people um, endure. And I told him I would come back as a black woman because mm-hmm. I love being black. I don't know any, I don't know anything else. But um he was like, Well, why, Auntie, if it's so hard for us, would you come back as a black person? Why wouldn't you come back as a white person? And I, you know, as a nine-year-old asking those questions, I'm just looking at him like already he's trying to figure out how can he get out. Right. Yeah, it's like, terrible. If I had a choice, I would not want to be in the skin that I'm in. Mm. Like, and he's like, I don't understand why anybody else would want to choose this skin either. So he's he's asking like, well, how come auntie and, and why not? And what would you do? And I'm just like, I hate that he's not able to be proud to be black because he has to fear what his black skin could mean if he says the wrong thing or does the wrong thing, or if his dad or his mom or his auntie or his uncle say to do the wrong thing, then they, that means they couldn't come back home to him. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, well, if we don't have, if we didn't have to choose this, why would we choose this? And so I had, you know, spent some time validating, you know, hearing him validate his feelings and letting him know like that I love my black skin, you know, everything that comes with it. I don't love, you know, all the racial tension and the, the bias and the racism but I love being a black woman and and just showing him that reminding him of why we are such a rich people. Um, But it it hurt me to to see him Mm -hmm. ask me that because I'm just like, he's a baby. Like at nine, you shouldn't be thinking about how I don't want to come back and deal with the same shit. You should be thinking about this new game system that you just got for Christmas. You should, you know what I'm saying? You should be thinking about, you know, how Christmas break is almost over. You about to go back to school. Like you should be worried about how, if you, if you were able to choose next time you go around, you would want to be anything but the skin that you're in. And I, it just, it broke my heart that he was asking me that. Cause he's watching, you know, all the stuff with the Black Lives Movement and he's watching the stuff that's happening on, you know, at, at, um, at the state Capitol and he's seeing and internalizing all of this injustice and like even all of his young all of his peers are seeing this shit too and I'm just like it breaks my heart it breaks my heart and I wonder when he grows up 
how that's going to shape him with respect to embracing his skin color, his people, um, because we see it all the time of um, black men who turn in women too, who turn their backs on their own to appease um, the white, like the white um, uh, race, if you subscribe to race Mm -hmm. um, all the time. And they, they uh, downplay what it means to be black. They just down and, and it's like, oh, oh I don't want to say this, but I'm gonna say this. Yes, Massa, anything you need, Massa. Mm-hmm. We have that type of mentality and it's really unfortunate. And I would imagine it stems from at that young age seeing all of this and wanting to distance yourself from it. Yeah. I so absolutely sad. understand that. I mean he already a lighter skinned kid. I absolutely see him being like, I want to marry a white girl because I want my I don't want my children to have to deal with this <laughs> i had a um, former friend who said that and the first baby came out dark skin <laughs> <laughs> funny not funny but i mean like, like can you know babies come out light nope <laughs> the baby came out blackity black black dark but, skin like that's funny. look look that's what you get and that's a good thing beautiful it's just like what do you what but I understand the psychology behind it. It's, it's so unfortunately mm-hmm. sad. But, but but this is how, like you said, the psychology behind it, this is how they force self-hate. I have to hate myself because they hate me. And if I'm able mm-hmm. to get in their good graces, that just, you know, that puts me one step ahead. And it, it just, it, it hurts. I think, it, it hurts. I think they fear us more than they hate us. Oh yeah, absolutely. But I, but I'm talking about self hate. I'm I'm talking about self hate from from our black right. boys and girls who internalize their their actions of hatred, right? It's a sad state of affairs, but I, I always say there's nothing new under the sun, and that means history repeats itself. So here oh. we are. We're just looking at it right now. We're experiencing it and. Maybe another 2,000 years or who knows, 500 will our, our offspring or our ancestors, not our ancestors, our lineage will be dealing with something similar. It's just unfortunate. Oh, Jesus. Okay. See, that was that. This is why I was very hesitant about talking about this. So we talked a little bit about, you know, the fact that black our Black community would have um, been dealt with differently what do you think about people's response saying that this is a american issue or a state's issue this is not a black issue a black or white issue you're right it is an american issue it's an american issue that we've been reckoning with since america was founded right it's mm-hmm. an american issue with race with this whole idea of notion or notion of race and this whole um fact of white supremacy i am better than you this is mine they're like mine it's mine like you freaking child grow up Hmm. um so i think on that from that standpoint it's absolutely an american issue with race (laughs) you gotta gotta call it what it is okay so my other question to you was do you think that Donald Trump will be impeached. He is currently going through 
his uh, second round of impeachment proceedings. He is the only president to have gone through impeachment proceedings twice. Um, what are your thoughts about if this one will stick? So as of today, my understanding is he's already been impeached. It's done twice. Oh, shit. So they're trying to now, um, what's on the table is whether or not they're going to prosecute him. Um, and the last thing I read about that was, um, I think it was an article yesterday, um, Nancy Pelosi was, you know, holding off on sending it forward to the Senate or however that works. Um, I'm not sure why it could be political, you know, there might be a strategic, I don't know, but um, my understanding is the done deal. And this whole, the first time he was impeached, nothing happened. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, what, what are we doing? Why, why, like, why are we doing this again? I don't understand if nothing's going to happen. He's out the door in a few days. Prosecute this bastard. I, listen, I know it's America. We got to do things fair, right? Blah, blah, blah. Put him on trial, all that good stuff. But he needs to be shackled up in somebody's jail cell um, by himself with no TV, no nothing, nothing that can give him this whole attention that he so desperately seeks yeah. all the time. It's just ridiculous. So I think for me, the question is, do I think anything will come of it? It's so hard. I, I don't even know. Mm, mm, would I like something to come of it? Absolutely. Like the right thing to be done. Do I think it will happen? Mm, not so sure. Mm, not so sure. I, I, I think I'm right there with you, Stace. Like I think my, my faith in the uh, judicial system is wavering because they don't often do things uh, the, the right way. They do them the right way. And um, I think that he will get away with it just because they always do. He's white. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They, they don't do it the right way. They do it the white way. But um, I, I, I think that he might. Which get away. is. Mm. I, I think that, like you said, I, I, I would be very like surprised if he is dealt with appropriately. And if he doesn't, right? That's that's sad. <laughs> if he doesn't, then like, well, well, be done. Right, yeah, I, I'd be I'd be really surprised if comment like he in jail, really? Oh, okay, and he got how many years? Mm, no parole. Oh, okay, I'd be very very surprised if they hit him with the book like they're supposed to. But I don't have high hopes about about it because they don't do right. They do white. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they say Letitia James is waiting for him um, <laughs> when he walks out those doors. Um, and you know, she's the New York uh, attorney general. Yeah. Like she just waiting and she just sued New York. Um, <laughs> what was it last week? She sued the state of New York. The New York attorney general sued the state of New York um, for their mis- misconduct over the years. Hmm. So we just wait. She just waiting like you got more days <laughs> we so coming I, for you i guess i'll be tuning in to see what's what's a guan on what's a guan all right so i think that about wraps up this week's ramblings oh one thing i wanted to ask you before we get off have you been watching netflix Mm-mm. okay no. so there's this move this it's not it's not a new um 
It's called it's a it's a 2020 mockumentary. Have you heard about it? Mm-mm. No. Okay. It's called Death to 2020. So um, it's a British mockumentary about everything that happened in 2020. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson is in it, and they're basically um, going through and like making making um, it's like a Saturday Night Live skit turn into a movie about 2020 and they talk about real life things but they make jokes about them like the fact that um the new york was it the new york mayor that stood up and was asking for like ventilators and masks and shit and all the stuff was behind him Mm -hmm. and um i think it was something like the the press secretary for trump she was on there and they were making fun of her and she was saying things and they repeat them back to her and she was like i never i never said that <laughs> play the play the tape back you're lying i this is what y'all do y'all lie on people and they're like ma'am, right they're like ma'am you just said it and she's like no i wasn't even here so <laughs> like so it was i watched it and i think what was so like you can laugh about it now because when we made it through 2020 and two, like you can look at it and you'd be like, God damn, this is why the other fucking countries are laughing at us. Because we're fu- like, we're a joke. Like they played all of 2020 on the television. And then it like, and they were just making jokes. Like, I think um, somebody had a mask on and the press secretary was like, you look fucking ridiculous. Like, you know, the corona's not real, right? Like you look stupid wearing that mask. And the lady's like, oh, okay. Like, and I'm just like, but that they did, they took it like it was a joke. I remember Trump being like, oh, it's not real. It's not real. It's not real. Even when he got it and got out the hospital, he was just like, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly got it. When he got out the hospital, he's like, yep. Fine, me and Melania, still good. Thanks. Got the rest, rest immune system. This nigga looks like he's walking on death. So I know fuck well yeah. that if he had it, like he would have been out, out. But like, just I, it, and it took so many people's lives, and for him to come out and be like, "Yep, yeah, no, it's not, it's nothing." And I'm just like, I don't know. If you haven't seen it and you want a good chuckle and um, you uh, appreciate. Um, ironic comedy like that I think it's a really good one to to watch um if you have a decent sense of humor like I said it's like a Saturday Night Live movie about 2020 and um Samuel Samuel L was in it and he um he was good I I forget the black comedian's name oh she's super tall with Leslie something she's in there and she plays a psychiatrist and she's fucking hilarious and she had me cracking up because like the some of the stuff, some of the stuff. Yes, is that her name? I, if that's who you're talking about, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't remember her name, but hilarious uh, mockumentary. I thought it was great, and unfortunately, it was dead on. Uh, yes, Leslie Jones. That's her name. I just looked her up. She plays a behavioral psychologist. She was. She was quite funny. I think she's funny in most things she plays in, though. She's that, like, obnoxious funny. But um, I think you should check it out and let me know what you think, because I think that you'll get a, a kicker, a chuckle or two out of it. I had my sisters watch it, and they were like, it's so sad. I bet other countries watch this, and they were like, this is this is America. Like, and it, it's, this is why they're so behind. This is why the other countries are beating us. <laughs> like, in everything. Nothing new. They've been beating us. That's uh, why we're losing. They out here like while we're over here acting a fool, they're over there building up their infrastructure. 
<laughs> and that's what's like, I think one of the skits in there, they were talking about how President Trump and all his like people were coming on to talk about Corona and they were all like so close to each other to do the announcement. And he was like, I, I think that's great that y'all are all out there with your mask and your social distancing. And none of them had masks on up there with Trump. And they were all like on top of each other. He was like, I think that's great that y'all are out there social distancing with y'all's mask. And I was like setting a great example, president. Great, great example. Yeah, all of a sudden. You said what? All of a sudden. Yeah. I said all of a sudden, that's like a change from before being you don't need masks and it's not real. Mm. Yeah. Now he's happy that people are wearing masks. Why? Why are you happy if it's not real? Because it's in the script. <laughs> he said it in the script. He had somebody wrote the script. They were like, "Say verbatim what the fuck is on the paper," and he just read it. He didn't know what. He That's it. <laughs> Anchorman, don't say nothing else. <laughs> like it'd be nice if they would before he comes on. Like he would just introduce or whatever personality is going to be there today. Like introduce it. Like today, this is Donnie. Tomorrow it might be Donald. We don't know. Um, just let us know. Give us that so we know. Like, okay, this is what well, we okay, got. We get. get it. We know where it's coming. From. <laughs> That's funny. Oh my gosh! But yeah, I wanted to mention that before we wrapped up this week's ramblings. Okay, states. Anything awesome. else for you for the ramblings? No, ma'am. Cool. Any announcements? No, ma'am. Me neither. All right. So my survival skill 101 this week is if you are always looking down when you're moving, you can't see where you're going. And mine is walk with the king and be a blessing. And with that, govern yourselves accordingly. All right, you guys. Thank you for listening to A Seat at Our Table, Present and Black. Peace.